Hey, it's A. Hey, it's Fee. And this is T with A and Fee. A Through the Lens podcast production. With the first pick in the 2018 WNBA draft, the Las Vegas Aces select Asia Wilson from the University of South Carolina. Please join me in welcoming to the stage the WNBA's 2019 Rookie of the Year, Nafisa Collier. Asia, quick stepping around Stevens. Reese gets denied by Collier. How good has the defense been of this rookie? This episode is presented by Ladder. Ladder is a sports supplement company founded and trusted by LeBron James to unlock his highest level of performance. After LeBron cramped up during the Game 1 of the 2014 NBA Finals, he and his longtime trainer, Mike Mancius, completely retooled his nutrition and fitness regimen. He also brought in his friend, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who had his own knowledge of the supplement space and its shortcomings. They spent the next four years developing their fundamental supplements, focusing on taste, performance, and quality. The products are a one-stop shop that LeBron has trusted ever since to perform at his best and are now available to everyone. A key differentiator from other competitors in the supplement space is Ladder's NSF Certified for Sports seal of approval. This guarantees every ingredient and dose is approved by all major sports governing bodies, free of banned substances and unsafe levels of contaminants. Ladder offers pre-workout to get you going before your workout, hydration to prevent fatigue throughout, protein to help you recover quicker, and greens to protect your overall health. This is Stephen Curry and you're listening to The Tea with AMC. Well, guys, welcome back to Tea with a and It's been a while. I know. I missed you. I missed you too, friend. It's been like a month. I know. And we're going to be competitors once again tomorrow. Back at it again, you know. But we're towards the end of the season, so I'm kind of happy. I know. In Asia, you have that too, that double header for your last two games. That's really rough. Yeah. You know, we have you guys, and then we have the Sparks, and then we have Seattle. Man, that sucks to end the game on three losses in a row. B has jokes, but you know what? You know, we're not going to talk bad talk anyone on this podcast right now. But, you know, I was going downstairs to the clubhouse and I see this banana bread sitting on the table. This is already the beginning of a beautiful story. (laughs) And I look on it and it says, you know, enjoy Holly. So, Holly, I want to say thank you so much for getting me the banana bread, but there's walnuts on them and I am allergic to nuts how convenient so well both of those things make me want to throw up oh my goodness the banana bread and have you ever tried <laughs> nuts before yeah i used to love them oh like forever and i would wonder why my face would get itchy but i really didn't put it together mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden my face blew up and like my eyes were swollen shut like and hitch yeah like pretty much and hitch. <laughs> yeah oh my god and i go to my roommate alicia gray and i'm like is something off? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we have to go to the, <laughs> go to the hospital. You can't even immediate. see through your eyes. You're like, do I look different to you? Different. So, yes. Um, but thank you so much, Holly, for thinking of me. I truly appreciate that, but no banana bread. It won't go to waste, Holly. I'll take it off her hands. Yeah, for sure. And it says no sour cream, so you should really enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. It just can't <laughs> be good then. Holly, I'm questioning everything. But it's okay because you have to have homemade, my specific banana bread for your first taste. I have to control this outcome. Okay. I get it. You're not letting up until I eat banana bread. No. And we have a very special guest today. And my guess is he likes banana bread. I, considering that his wife is like a world-class chef, okay, 
But I did hear that you said you made better banana bread than she did. Okay, you're starting rumors <laughs> on this podcast. That's the tea, everyone. He thinks that she is the That's best banana bread. That's not the tea. That's just a straight lie. <laughs> this is what the conversation happened. This is what happened. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you said she's a world-class um, chef. If anyone is going to like banana bread and make it good, it's going to be her. Yeah. So if Seth doesn't like banana bread, then that's how you know it's bad. I was like, but he's never had my banana bread. Okay, so there you have it, everyone. She's saying that she has the In best. In this recipe. hypothetical situation, my banana bread rocks. I believe you, and I could just do that without even tasting it. No, no. <laughs> I need the actual proof. I need to see it for myself. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, you guys, I hate that you guys can't see us, but we got gear. Yes, we got shirts and sweatshirts and the cute little teacups yes like guys we're pretty big time now at this point yes My so goodness. we actually have our games tomorrow you'll see them you'll see them here first folks oh we'll be yeah them off the bus the tea logo is fire it's so cute oh, we're loved but uh, I it's actually my favorite thing after our um whatever our podcast and we see the little doodles i know i, I love them it's like so spot on the way they have like everything of us so. i want like a little book of them Oh, yeah. Your picture's cut out. Or make them into, like, stickers. Ooh. Yeah. You need a new tattoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> My thigh tattoo would be the T-logo. I love it. Yes. I'm for it. <laughs> but for our guest, I'm actually excited. I'm super excited. I love Steph Curry. Yeah. He's, he's so like, cool. really down to earth and, like... I like that his personality is awesome, too. He's, like, a role model not only on the court, but... Off the court for a lot of people. For sure. Spiritually. And yeah. We were saying he's pretty wholesome. Like, if I could think of any wholesome NBA player, I would say. Absolutely. Pepper. Yeah. I mean, him and Aisha have that um, IG Live. Yeah, that's IG true. Live. Yeah. Hey, will we say their relationship goals? Uh, yeah. <laughs> relationship goals. Hashtag. Hashtag, do you need another light skin in your life? <laughs> Hashtag, don't put this in the podcast, please. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag or on this documentary. <laughs> Hashtag beach time. Hashtag Alex, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. But yes, our guest is like a sharpshooter and uh, I guess you guys have a shimmy battle. Oh my, I'm so tired of the shimmy. Time out, when have you been wearing knee pads? Um, because I fall like a bag of rocks <laughs> when I go to the ground. I, was, I honestly didn't even recognize you on film. I was like, who is that? And then I was like, Bee, when, when have you ever worn a knee pad? It's a new look the past like 12 games, but I'm so here for it. Okay, you're digging it. All right. And I feel so much better when I drop to the ground. <laughs> See, you're a hustler. I don't, I don't ever drop to the ground like that, so I can't really say that. Yeah, but I saw your tweet with the most graceful um, full court breakaway layup or whatever, two-handed, both-handed. Both-handed layup last night, you know, and I got teed up last night. A lot happened. You got teed up last night? Yeah, that's two hundred dollars. Spill the tea. So you can afford it. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so I was, I got hacked the first play. I think I got hacked. Oh god. And I was just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta call that shit. Like I literally was like, you gotta call that shit. Mm -hmm. But of course, we're in a place where there's no fans, so the refs can kind of hear us. So I then turn my back, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm still kind of mouthing off because I'm upset. And then all of a sudden, I look back and like. That little index finger, index finger. What did you say? Up. What set him off? I get. I don't know. That's really surprising. Exactly. Like me. Come on now. I don't. I don't. I'm not You're about that. Pretty feisty. No. Remember <laughs> when we were talking about? You said your teammates give me the ball. Okay, you but change. that's different. Who are you? <laughs> no, but I feel MVP like that's not running, The MVP running has changed you. 
<laughs> Not at all. No, but yeah, I got teed up. And then when I was heading to testing, I saw the ref. Ooh, who was it? Drop a name. I'm not. I'm not name dropping because that could be an, that could be another fine. And I'm not coming at this point. It's going to be my paycheck, so I'm good. I'm not. But it's so weird that we literally see those refs. I know. Like just chilling. I know. Around. It is weird. Like he was Actually, just like on the bike, and I'm like, didn't want a death stare. I kind of waved at him to keep it like classy. Keep it one on it. Yeah, but hey. It was so funny. People on Twitter was like, go get him. I was like, no, no. I can't even see you getting a tech. I wonder see, what the foul was. Was it really a foul? Yes, it was. Okay, yes. Sometimes, no. Okay. But that time, I got hacked. Okay. And I was like, whoa, chill out. They, I, in my opinion, they've been doing a lot better because they're letting us play more. Yes, because we get TV rather, games. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. rather them let us be more physical and not call fouls. Then I'm not. I don't. I don't know what happened here, but the the touchy ones. Yeah, it's those like, are the ones. It's, it's like, hard to even play. Yeah, you just don't call. And even watching some of the NBA games, I'm like, all right, some things you just don't call because it's playoffs. Yes. Like everyone's getting into exactly. it. So I mean, and it, it like it looks good on TV. Like if we're blowing the whistle every single time, that's not really a good mm-hmm. look. So. I'm with you. I'm glad they're letting us play. But it is interesting, though, being oh. here with the refs, because even in my game yesterday, we played Washington yeah. and it was the end of game situation and we were trying to trap. But it's like you can foul, but try to trap first mm-hmm. and then foul. And I just fouled the shit out of her. I really did. <laughs> but they didn't call it. And then she threw it out of bounds. Look at that. And we were watching it as we were warming up. <laughs> yeah. And one of the refs came up to me after the game. She's like, "It was was it a foul? I was like, hell Yeah. <laughs> That's the, I mean, I'm all for refs saying, you know, have the communication, like, let them talk. But, like, sometimes in the heat of the moment, like, I can't just calm my voice down to talk to you. Like, I'm still going to be heated. But that doesn't mean I'm being disrespectful. Yeah. Well, Asia's popular. She's getting... <laughs> that was my dad FaceTime me. Yeah. You should have made an appearance on the... On the pod. Yeah. Maybe later. No, thank Aww. you. Papa Wilson. <laughs> But yes, y'all, we have a special guest, and he's trying to call me. (laughs) (laughs) But we have a special guest today who is probably makes refs job really easy because all they do is throw their arms up for a three-point shot. Yeah, absolutely. Who is it? Who we got today? Seven Curry! So excited. He's super fun, and we can't wait to get the tea from him. Yeah, I'm excited. So, it's the first time in the last five years that you aren't competing in the playoffs and making a run for the championship. How weird is it to be at home watching the games? All right, so it kind of goes in, in cycles because the first week was was tough. Um, missing the competition, seeing all the guys you're used to competing with on that stage playing. Then I remembered I was on on break and work out and be where I want to be. Or I know the pandemic's kind of going on, but just in terms of like, the, the rest after these last five years of craziness and, and five finals in a row and all that stuff. So I kind of settled in. Then as soon as the playoffs started, I was hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and even now, it's kind of a weird perspective just watching um, and seeing what I'm used to and kind of a- a- analyzing it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a different vantage point. So I think it'll make me better in the long term and appreciate 
you know, when we get back, hopefully to that to that level soon. Yeah, I feel like it's always like that. Even now, when you're playing, you're like, I'm tired and this and that. And then as soon as it's over and you're watching yeah. people on TV, it's like, dang, so it's taken away from you. You're like, a hundred percent. It's like every time after the season's over, it's like, oh, I wish I, I mean, finally got a break, kick my feet up. Mm-hmm. And when, the, when the season was suspended, it was like this is something that we'll never probably experience ever again. Yeah. yeah. So it, but as soon as that ball started bouncing, I was. I was locked in. Yeah. I guess that's that's what makes us who we are. Yeah, for sure. So, like like you were saying about the finals, you were heavily favored every every year since signing KE. So, are you kind of excited to now kind of be the underdogs, I guess, in a way, since you guys have been out of it? Yeah. So what's crazy about it is that's that was a narrative uh, since we lost the finals to the Raptors last year, and KD went to Brooklyn, and we were having a lot of young guys come in um, last summer. That was a narrative that. I was excited to uh, to kind of you know go after and the challenge of what that was going to be like, how I was going to test my leadership on and off the court and all that type of stuff. And I broke my hand, you know, four games in to last season, and uh, I guess it's going to feel like a two year like um, build up back mm-hmm. to the level that we want to be. So um, I'm excited. Me, Clay, Draymond, we've been talking a lot just about recharging the battery um understanding that we got we got a lot left in the tank and and uh, we're gonna take it slow and 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 appreciate the offseason you know if you will but in terms of when we get back out there like we know it's it's just a few things that are gonna get us right back to 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 where we're supposed to be you know the west is tough you know the league is changing every year but um we know how to get it done and know how to win and and i think for to your question like to bring along some younger guys, you know, wigs, um, some newcomers that have seen us play at that level for so long. That's going to be the, the most rewarding part. So hopefully we uh, will have something to, to speak for. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so I have a question for you real quick. Um, I hit a three in a couple games ago and I did a shimmy. And- yes! <laughs> it. it. It was it was it planned or was it like a spontaneous reaction? It wasn't even planned. I didn't know the cameras were still on me. I was just like doing a little bit for the coaches, and they got it. Caught but... everyone off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips on how to shimmy on a high level? Nah, it's got to be it's got to be natural. Like more the shoulders, first time I did more it, arms. It was... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just got to be loose with it, but. <laughs> There's a lot of different like hand placements. Like you can do the Mark Jackson, Ooh, like okay, yeah. right here. <laughs> Maybe a one-shoulder um, action one time or something? Yeah, you can do that. Braun did that one time, too, in a little and one. I think it was in Chicago. He had a little and one and hit one of mm-hmm. these. <laughs> it, it's catching on. I just, just got to be spontaneous. The one time I did do it was when Coach Jackson was coaching us, and I hit a three, a big three, and I turned around and I saw him. And, like, all the highlights I had remembered of watching him play just came back in, like, a flash. And I was like, oh, I got to oh, I gotta do it. <laughs> so, uh, mine wasn't playing either. Um and since I guess I, I just owned it, nobody really critiques it as if mm-hmm. it's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the tip. You just got to own it. Whatever right. you do, own it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> How long was it, by the way? How long was it shimmy, though? It was just a quick little, like... Okay. okay. Going to commercial break, it was kind of like she, they kind of showed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great TV. <laughs> Um, so just kind of shifting gears a little bit, you know, you have the unranked camp and for those who don't know, um, it's players that are unranked get a chance to show their skills and they get invited to your camp, the SC30 camp, and it includes boys and girls. So this is something that's very rare. Like you don't really see NBA players kind of highlight women's basketball in a way to where they invite, you know, girls to their camp. So what made you want to do that? Like what made you want to showcase, you know, women in this situation? 
It's just growing the game, and I think that's a uh, it, it's sad, but it is a learning curve for a lot of people mm -hmm. in terms of how good the women's game is, yeah. especially at the grassroots level. And like you got you know kids, young girls, twelve through eight, seventeen, eighteen, trying to get to that next level mm -hmm. and um, having to fight for every resource to to make it happen. And so, if I had the opportunity to do something in a meaningful way to represent you know a part of my journey, and we we call it the underrated tour. And really owning the fact that I have an All-America camp with Under Armour, and I've had it for about six years. Yeah. But I came to a realization that if I was in high school trying to get to that camp, I wouldn't have been invited to my own camp because I was a three-star yeah. uh, recruit coming out of high school. And so I wanted to create an atmosphere and an opportunity for uh, kids who were just like me at that stage to, you know, get introduced to some skill work, to – um, some some higher knowledge in the game, but also just get an opportunity to hopefully invest in themselves, mm -hmm. gain a, some more confidence, and hopefully, you know, make it to the collegiate level. Um, and we've had like, I want to say 18 to 20 uh, scholarship offers created through this through this tour. Okay, um, and now, you know, from this being our second year, we did have uh, five stops um, in five different cities, and we had uh, more <clears throat> more girl participation in the boys this year. So um, Let's go. <laughs> a lot of it is just uh, investing in the game on both sides. And for me, um, it's been fun. It was funny. I'm not just saying this because we're on this podcast, but uh, my trainer, his name's Brandon Payne. He, he's out of North Carolina and he's the one that does the skill work for me in these tours. Like you should, he, he gets so excited about when it's the, it's the session for the girls, he's like, they're way better than the boys. So like they listen, they're focused, they work hard, they're, they're, they're locked in from start to finish. And um, it, it, that's like the feedback we've gotten this whole time. And, and there's obviously they, they're, they're skilled, they know how to play. So um, it's been fun. Oh, okay. Yes. So. I've heard that from a lot of coaches, trainers, mm -hmm. that it's always easier to coach girls. You know, you just gotta build uh, that attitude. We gotta break that down. Y'all gotta teach us something. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you guys for years. You guys just don't, <laughs> you just don't listen. Women are always right, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, you and Aisha have an IG live show during quarantine called Worship at Home, where you guys get the biggest name in Christian music to join your IG live and perform. Um, where did this idea come from, and why do you think it was important to share that with the world? Uh. It came, my wife came up with the idea and uh, she, I think it was like the second week of um, uh, of quarantine shelter in place. And uh, our faith is obviously huge in, in our foundation and who we are. Um, and we use our platform for a lot of different things, mm -hmm. whether it's talking about, mm -hmm. you know, social justice issues or repping brands or talking about our, you know, our season, or our, our careers or um, showcasing our family. Um we felt like it would be a cool idea to share our faith and, and include other people and other talented people um, that we we listen to their music, um, we hear their sermons and stuff like that. So um, it was kind of bringing the community together around around our faith, and uh, it was it was fun. Uh, we haven't done it in, in a couple months, but in terms of the talent that we got on there, um, it was all of our favorite artists, and there's a lot of energy. I know yeah. everybody's doing IG lives, and it was kind of yeah. like kind of pick them what you got versus you got yeah. you were doing at home concerts you got a little <laughs> bit of everything um but we felt like we could join the party in our own kind of unique way and people showed up um and uh 
we got the we got the brand out. It's called Home and Hallelujah. So we'll have to mm-hmm. kind of come back to it every yeah. once in a while, yeah. even when we get back to to whatever the new normal is. So yeah. uh, it was fun. That's really yeah. cool. We got, we, got Kirk, hey, we got Kirk Franklin on there, so uh, we won. So. We won. Yeah, that's Absolutely. it. That's it. So speaking of your wife, pretty much everyone knows she's an incredible cook. And so something that's been a very hot topic of our podcast oh is banana bread. So do you like banana bread? Yes, I do. Oh. Don't you think that's just like a dumb question? Doesn't everyone like banana bread? No. No, but that, so that's like y'all got the banana bread and that's like the pineapples on pizza conversation. It's, it's like, not a pineapples no, on pizza disgusting. conversation. That's disgusting. No, it's uh, no banana bread is cool. Piece pineapple on pizza get get out of here with that. <laughs> okay, okay we can agree on the pizza, but I'm, not the banana okay, bread. Okay, but it's not even that she doesn't like banana bread. She's never tried banana bread. I just how do you get to this age and you've never tried nasty. banana bread? <laughs> 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 that was my face for the past several the face weeks. Face confusion. I just don't like. Okay, I don't like it because sour cream is in it. No. I don't like sour cream. That's what you, you can't really see it like that though. But still, like it's just I, the <laughs> thought of it is just disgusting. Okay, like, but not I, all the recipes have sour cream. It's just that specific. Say, I, you just dropped some knowledge on me. I had no idea. See, so you should. Yeah, eat it was it. that specific. They don't change my opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's thank crazy. You. Well, that's one million to one. That's on disgusting. Banana bread conversation. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well known that you're a great golfer, and you've had the privilege of golfing with Barack Obama. So does he curse when he hits bad shots? I've never heard it a day in my life. No, I wish he would have. I was Dang. trying to get some morning. <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, he's as cool as he is everywhere yeah. else on the golf course too. Even when it's like. Coming down to the last hole, um, does he best a little bit of money, just enough for like, <laughs> he, just enough for one banana bread. That's it. Uh, <laughs> if you don't curse during golf, I don't know what will. We went on a golfing excursion. It's hard. <laughs> so it's hard. you got to start somewhere though. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bragging, but I, I'm, t- I'm teaching at once. Once I'm done playing basketball, I'm teaching everybody how to play golf. Like. <laughs> I love it that much. I think I know what I'm talking about just enough to okay. get people started. So y'all, y'all call me. You're okay. here first, people. Okay. So who's your favorite celebrity to golf with? The marvelous, magnificent. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh. Three, Candace Parker. Yeah. Before you got here, we're talking about how you won rookie of the year. Who's that? I don't even know. <laughs> it was many moons ago. Sorry. Are you cool? A long time ago. No, but thank Y'all you. Y'all listen to your own podcast while you do The finesse. We are back into it. Okay. <laughs> so who would you say your favorite celebrity is to go golfing with? Uh, ooh. That's a good question. Um, ooh, who is my favorite celebrity I played with Larry Fitzgerald. Actually, okay. he's my—he is my favorite. He's really good. He's—he's he's real down to go chill. But he loves golf more than I do, which I never thought I'd find somebody <laughs> that that was possible. So, follow up: Who's the worst one? The worst golfer you've been golfing Ooh, with? That's a good one. Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. Huh? He's been in Tahoe every year, and uh, I thankfully. I'm on the same. I, I, I cheated on the answer because I don't really. I don't really play with him. He's on the same course, but I can still feel his presence somewhere. Uh, okay, it's like the energy. Okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, great we'll dude, great dude. <laughs> All right, it's trivia time. We got three more questions for you. Okay. 
Trivia time. All right, here we go. Your wife has a massive Instagram following of 7.8 million followers. Do you know which current NBA player's wife has more? Uh. Ooh, hold on. Okay. Um. I should know this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Savannah. No, that's a good, yeah, good guess. Um, let's look at. Okay, you got this right here. Oh, Lala, that's that's yeah. yeah that's, that should have been second. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lala uh, Anthony has 10.8 million followers. Yes, that's, that's big time. <laughs> Question number two. You had five 40-point games at Davidson. What player currently holds the most 40-point games in college basketball history? It's an old one. I think old. All the history. Uh, Pistol Pete. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, dropping some knowledge. Okay, hey, cool. I didn't Google that one. All right. You need a shimmy for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I get- I'll do that. <laughs> Last question. Okay. Between you, your brother, and your dad, who has the single highest three-point percentage in a single game? Why y'all going to I mean, in a, se- in a single season, you got to rank yeah, them. Why you, I, I know it's not me. That's that's messed up. Is it me? <laughs> no. Seth. You knew. Seth. You knew no, it it's not Seth. It's it's my dad? It's yeah. Pops. You're second, though. I thought it was – well, Seth had the career for a while. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's round your heels. You're forty five point five. He's forty five point two. So yeah. you better. What boy? What my pop shoot? Forty seven point six. Oh, see, I got something to shoot for now. Now <laughs> y'all gave me some ammunition. I'm about to go work out right now. <laughs> That's it. Thank you so yes. much for doing this. This is a we lot of really fun. Really appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for everything y'all are doing on the court, mm-hmm. off the court, uh, using the platform. It's amazing to watch y'all leading. The conversation, so keep doing it. Um, love, love everything y'all, y'all got going. We support. Well, thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. That was the tea with A and B. Yes, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe and share, and we'll see you guys next time.